All right, welcome to week 13 of the Helped Podcast. And here's Matt with announcements. All right, this week we are happy to welcome our special guest, Dan Noon. Welcome, Dan. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Dan, what do you do? I am a hardware sales specialist at a uh, startup company that uh, sells IT equipment, and we do some managed services. Ah, very cool. All right, so in your day-to-day, you know, how many calls do you get that are tech support related versus how many calls do you get that are sales or, or customer situation related? I would say the calls that filter through my line are 50-50. Ooh. Tech support to actual just, hey, we want to buy something. Okay. A lot of customers call back asking questions or um, looking for upgrades or does this work, does that work? So I see a lot of it. Wow. All right. And so what do you do about like 24-hour coverage? Well, um, on our services side of our company, um, we do that in-house. Um, you know, maybe one day we'll be big enough to uh, ask for help. Uh, sorry. Um, but uh, Big enough. Just wait till the hard sales pitch comes at the end of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we have, uh, uh, we have the right number of staff right now, luckily, with how crazy things are. So we do all of our 24-7 support coverage in-house. Cool. But the hardware side of the thing is a little different. It's a little hard to uh, service all the hardware stuff. So we actually work with a couple third-party companies to support our company, uh, our customers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And how do you engage them? Is it something where you say, hey, any overflow? Or like, how do you engage those third-party providers? Well, we it's all contract-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, it's a lot of white labeling stuff, so our customers don't um, directly see the other company they're interfacing with, the third-party company they're interfacing with. Okay. Um, and you, in the past, you don't really get to see what's going on when tickets start coming in. Oh, okay. okay. So it's a little tricky, and we've definitely, uh, using the companies we have used, we've had some issues in the past. We've run okay. into some problems where we didn't know until it was too late that our customer was upset. Okay, so like, did you n- not get some sort of notice or like summary or something as the call happened, or how did you? How would you have? No, known? yeah. So they never had a ticketing system that informed the uh, the original salesperson. So like, oh. we would never see um, any of those tickets come in. They, yeah. they must have communicated somehow after they talked to a customer. Uh, no, nothing. Huh. Oh. Until until there was a problem and they the customer reached out directly. Yeah. The, the 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 company in question has changed, and now we have a portal that we work with. Okay. But uh, we've we've not seen uh, how functional that portal is yet. Okay. So they made improvements. They they recognized what they needed to do. Yeah. They're on the right track. But they also had to refund us a lot of money for that uh, mistake. I, so I think it's it comes down to time, right? Like imagining that a call comes in from one of your customers that you know is supported through through the the tech support channel. You hang up the phone with that customer, and and you want to be able to say, okay, I'm done with that. But doing the summary, doing the follow-up, doing that extra stuff is time. And and maybe they they didn't previously have a system that was, uh, you know, good enough so that they didn't have to, I don't know, waste their time or have non-billable time. You know what I mean? Well, it should be something that the uh, people who sell the contracts should have to worry about. <laughs> I totally agree. Right? I I shouldn't be spending uh, yeah. hours of my life trying to make up to a customer. All right, okay, so I did the 50-50 question. So 50% was 
tech support stuff, which you're, you're capable, you probably were able to deflect and deal with a lot of that stuff. The other 50% was the customer, you know, feel good, the, the situation that they were in and you doing your suave sales guy thing and taking care of them. What percentage of those 50% on that sales guy side were because they had a bad tech support experience? Hmm. Trick question. Trick question. Curveball. Um, you'd be surprised how many times you talk to somebody on the phone and they're upset that someone couldn't answer a question for them. Okay. okay. They're like, we're going with you because you're talking to me on the phone. Yes. Because you're, you have an answer for what I'm looking for. Okay. Okay. Um, even if you don't have like a, a hundred percent answer, you have a, Oh yeah, that's a, that's a cool, like, ah, you know, we do that all the time. Uh, let me get a, a, a concrete specialized answer for your very specific need. Yeah. And as long as you're talking to people and you're really dealing with somebody, they, they're much happier than when they don't get yeah. a good, you know, a good answer. It or, reminds me of last week. Our guest was a sales guy and he was saying, look, every product that myself and my competitor are selling is mm-hmm. exactly the same. And Absolutely. the customer is going to choose whichever one's providing service. Whoever answers the phone answers their questions. That's going to be the one they choose. A hundred percent. Whoever answers the phone, and whoever answers the phone first, I find that's true. That's kind of crazy. We haven't done that yet, David. When we're picking suppliers, we both call at the same time. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I think that's a good way to do it. Who gets <laughs> called back first? Mm. I like that. Yeah. All right. That's the future. You did say something, and I'm rewinding about eight minutes. I don't even know how long we're going yet. But you said something about the MSP times being crazy. Like, what? what's crazy right now? Like, what's going on that made you say, it's kind of crazy? Um... Well, you know, right now we have it covered perfectly, you know? Okay, okay. Crazy because of startup, but not crazy because yeah, of Yeah, well, you know what? It's just like uh, whenever we add customers, uh-huh. like it's always a balance. How many employees do you mm-hmm. have? What's the schedule? I'm adding a new, I'm onboarding somebody new. Do I have enough people to cover those hours yes. that need to be covered for that person? And what's the cutoff? Yeah. And like, you know, it's easy. Um, having a small small MSP that constantly we have like uh, very specific types of customers uh-huh. um, that do very specific things so it's like that's our niche yeah. and uh, so it's easy one of a one of us one of the partners or somebody who's a manager it's like ah oh, I'll pick up the extra slack for yeah. a little while until we have like uh, enough time that we can add another employee mm. but it's those swing periods where you're adding you're onboarding somebody new and it's like do I have enough people to answer the phone and give that service that we what if I we were expect. to tell you, Dan, that there was a service out there <laughs> that would sell you like a flexible plan of minutes that you could use during this onboarding period? I'm just, I'm not, not naming it. I guess this is where the hard sell starts. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> I mean, I mean, realistically, like we're here to help in all phases of a company's, you know, day or whatever, right? And so like if you're saying that the MSP side is crazy because you're gobbling up customers, but you're near capacity, and you need to get to a point where you have enough of the customers to bring your capacity down, like a solution that could step in until you got that right amount of customers seems like it would be right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it does sound like it. it is a fit because you're talking about the overflow going to one of the principals, one of the owners. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's a question of how valuable is your time or your partner's time? Is it worth a couple hundred bucks a month to have those couple hours back mm-hmm. to focus on growing business? I 100% agree with you. 
and maybe you could even feed it into your setup fee. Like, hey, I'm onboarding you as an MSP client. Like, we, we you charge a setup fee to, to onboard somebody, right? Yeah, of course. So maybe a little bit of that could, you know, make its way to some other services. I think it's a great idea. And I, you know, <laughs> it, it actually harkens back to what we were talking about earlier, and it's really about who picks up the phone. Yeah. And then whoever picks up the phone is... Um, on top of it is knowledgeable yeah. doesn't have to have all the answers but is like addressing your issue I yeah. think that's like the feeling that you need to get yeah. um, and like yeah that is a helpful idea I wonder who, I wonder who thought of that is that a helpful <laughs> idea or a helpful idea uh, alright all right, all right. so we're probably at like 38 minutes at this point Dan we usually do a tech support horror story do you have any fun stories from what you do uh, I don't want to say a horror story but um, I think just like a good story to support like what you guys are doing and what we've been talking about all day. Cool. Um, uh, my previous employer, mm-hmm. uh, who I still like, they're still good people, mm-hmm. but um, they, uh, they have uh, partners who are salespeople. Sure. And uh, we have a lot of customers. They're like, they, they're big, they are what we are going to be in a couple years. Perfect. Big, much bigger company. And customer calls in. And wants to talk on the phone yeah. and when they call in they got three people on the phone line while they're on the phone and they're like hey we want to do this project and we want to do all these things and they keep having like technical discussions on the phone mm-hmm. about like what equipment they're gonna buy mm-hmm. the partner who's this cl- uh, who's running this customer like stops taking their phone calls it <laughs> is like I don't have time for a 15-minute phone call with this customer. You need to have your meetings before you call me. Yeah, you need to have your meetings before you call me. What? (laughs) So he goes on a trip, and he's like, I'm sending this customer to you. You deal with it. (laughs) Well, I like talking to people on the phone. And so I sat through this whole phone call, and not only did I, like, just sit there and say, oh, yeah, yeah, we can do that for you. I also said, why don't you guys do it like this? Or... (laughs) Are you sure you want a direct attached storage device or do you want a um, like a network attached storage? You yeah. know, is that better for your infrastructure? Yeah. You know, and I have enough technical knowledge to point them in the right direction. Yeah. And so we ended up doing a much bigger project than we and they intended to do. Okay, okay. And I even got a phone call back the next day that, that was, we were going to stop doing business with your company. Oh, but now that we wow. have you, we'd much prefer to work with you. Wow. And as long as you're our sales rep, we'll continue to do business with your company. That sounds like a valuable phone call. It's a very valuable phone call. And that's why taking phone calls and being on top of that stuff is so important. Those people have now followed me for years now. Now I'm taking apart that data center I sold them. Oh, wow. At our new company. That's fantastic. So that's part of our services. A, a lifelong bond. Yeah. Because you were there. Just because they like me. They Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And that's important, like, you know, whoever answers the phone and whoever gives, like, that kind of, like, hey, what can I do for you and make people feel special, even if even if something's wrong. Yeah. You go, oh, hey, yeah, let's figure this out, like, you know? It's the Bernie thing. I know you listen to all of our podcasts. So, oh, yeah. The Bernie thing. Like, Bernie was the guy that, like, he made you feel like you guys were best friends. And, you know, he, he built relationships because of that. In what you were saying about you not needing to have all the answers, Bernie was a guy who answered what he could, didn't always answer the question, but would make you feel good about the help he was yeah, giving exactly. you. He left you with that positive experience yeah. so that you, when you called in, you wanted to be talking to him because you knew, hey, this guy was going to do whatever he could, and at least when I hang up the phone, I'm not going to be angry anymore. I'm going yeah. to feel all right. I mean, I, I work with a guy. He's a competitor and a friend. He sells equipment. Mm. And this guy 
couldn't tell you uh, an RJ45 port from an SFP port, from a QSFP port. No idea what any of those letters or acronyms mean. But he can sell equipment, like switches, like it's going out of style. It's his thing. <laughs> he's just so friendly and yep. he's so attentive. If his, you bring his phone, he picks it up instantly. That's and it. he says, I can get that for you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No matter what it is, he has no idea what it is. Uh, the hard part about being his friend is he asks me what those things are. <laughs> I feel like I, I know like, that guy from my old right company. Now? That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, thank you for uh, for joining us today. Yes, uh, my pleasure. I'm, I'm uh, you know long time listener, first time uh, guest. <laughs> looking forward to uh, doing this again. First cool. first guest appearance of many. Uh, we're going to be taking a break for the holidays after this week, and we'll be back in the new year with uh, a new bevy of topics and some exciting new guests. Thanks for listening. Vroom vroom. <laughs> <laughs>